Fierce Fan Media. You don't have to tell me twice. Let's try to keep this under an hour today. What do you guys think we can do it? I think we can do it. Usually the only time we can keep it under an hour is if it's me and you, Zach. I know. Because we're good. And we're We're articulate. We're concise. We're on it. I'm articulate. You are articulate. Oh, well, yeah. I am not concise. That is true. (laughs) I am am verbose. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to do my best to try and mute my cough when it happens, but... Um, okay. Good evening, everybody. Welcome to the weekly wind down. Let's see if we can, I re- we did record last week. It was actually a good episode. Yeah. And then my computer ate it. Like, I wonder what happened. I don't know. Let's hope it doesn't happen tonight. Right. Yeah. Well, we'll see. Okay. Okay. Cool. I am Jackie D, <laughs> the literary lesbian. I'm Stacy, the political princess. And I'm Erin, the geeky girl pet. I almost just it gets on worse scout. every week. Yeah, <laughs> worse. I would say better. <laughs> better. Yeah, that was great. It was so good. Okay, I was actually hoping my sister was going to be on here tonight because what I want to talk to you guys about Late is carbon dioxide on Europa. Wait, Europa? I don't know. One of Jupiter's moons. <laughs> I don't know. Never mind. No, I wanted to talk to you guys about like the sudden influx of information and scientific findings that there probably is life beyond earth now right like i feel like how rapidly just, we're discovering things right it's just like really breathing past it right and i i just kind of wanted to talk to you guys briefly about like because listen i'm trying to do some other stuff because i feel like we're going to have a nightmare year coming up with the election <laughs> happening yeah. that we're just going to be like eating sleeping drinking politics and i think everybody Um, just needs a break sometimes like agreed so i thought maybe we could have a bit more of an existential conversation about not just what we've been discovering lately but like what it could actually mean you're gonna give us anxiety i know i was like so i should i know you the anxiety twins oh okay well i was hoping that it was going to be more of a hopeful conversation i can be hopeful i can be hopeful yeah i'll just break down later it's fine so talk afterwards (laughs) (laughs) i think i think it's kind of fascinating that um you know we we launched the james webb telescope up into space and here's one of the things i like about science when science is faced with new information science redefines itself because science is based in facts and like now you're seeing kind of, I don't think, at least in my lifetime, for sure, we've ever seen a situation where science has kind of had to scramble to redefine so many things that it thought just inherently to be true, including mm-hmm. the beginning of the universe, which they kind of believed happened in the Big Bang, where, you know, gravi- gravitational forces kind of pulled matter together, created black holes, created all these like kind of vacuums that Um, resulted in the birth of the universe but now with james webb we're discovering that actually that couldn't have been the case because we have some galaxies that are older than that some that wouldn't have been impacted by the big bang like it's not a monolith right like it didn't all happen at once so there's some other type of force that is creating galaxies and i i don't i can't get in the science of it because i'm just not smart enough in that field like (laughs) by any stretch of the imagination but it was interesting to me because what I found refreshing is watching the science community now, instead of everyone being like, well, no, that's just the way we've always thought it was going to be. So that's what we're sticking to. They're all kind of going, oh shit, we have to like relook at everything we've ever known. And how is that going to impact everything we know now? Wait a minute. You're saying (laughs) they had a thought (laughs) and then they learned new information and they weren't like, fake news, you're stupid. They were like, whoa, right. we, I think we were, look, we've learned and we have a new opinion now. Well, I, I, I do think it's like a refreshing <laughs> realization. And look, they did the same thing with COVID too, right? Like people would get so frustrated over COVID because like the CDC would keep changing their their, you know, conclusions about it or what needed to be done or, you know, don't wear a mask, wear a mask, like doing all this stuff. But it's because people are so not used to dealing with entities that once they're presented with new information, they change their thought process on it. Wild. Right. I know. It, I know. Yeah. And like new information means learning mm-hmm. new stuff. Fucking blows well, my mind. And expanding <laughs> your opinions about it. Like, uh. 
I mean, okay, so let me ask you guys this. I don't want to get into like the weeds with the science and stuff. Are you guys overall like are all of these new discoveries and kind of like now we're finding plan and listen, we can only see a sliver of the sky with James Webb. Like we can't even see our galaxy in its entirety. We have no idea what's in certain places, the Milky Way and what's beyond it. But is it truly making you guys feel scared? Because I feel really excited and hopeful. Like, are you guys feeling like anxious about <laughs> it's, it? It's the vastness to me that is anxiety. No one's inducing. sending you up there to be by yourself. No, like, I know. I'm just saying that not yet. Just have like no, <laughs> no <laughs> idea what's out there because we just like can't see it, don't know, and it would literally take like millions of years to get there. That kind of vastness makes me very uncomfortable. Why? Yeah, I have I have a really hard time. So I don't know I'm why. excited. I'm excited about like it's scary discoveries, right? Like I think it's cool. Like when I see new things, like I'm like, oh, that's really amazing. Um, and I do often have to remind myself that I'm not an astronaut, so it's fine. Um, but my problem is that <laughs> I still just have a hard time with aliens, and I just don't think that they'll be kind and i'm just hoping that i don't die during why do you think invasion. that though um i think because the media has just like force fed me to believe that like unless it's paul the alien from the movie paul like it's they're gonna be mean <laughs> like they're just not they're coming here to like devastate our planet and then move on to the next like it's just and they've so been doing it, like locusts yeah for sure absolutely yeah yeah i don't i I guess i assume if there is life out there that has visited our planet because we don't have the capability of visiting other planets that have life on them yet right which is just so just so i assume that they have a much more sophisticated level of intellect and like consciousness than we have Mm -hmm. and so I have found in my, but you know what? I'm, I'm limited to my human experience. I don't know what else is out there, but my human experience has been the more enlightened and the more intelligent people become the actually, the more empathy and kinder they also become because they understand that we're all connected in some way. Like it, we're, right. we're not, you know, when one of us is, is failing at some point it's causing the rest of us to fail. Like we can only move as fast as our slowest part. Right. Like, so I guess to me, if they're, if they know we exist and they've gotten to the point where they're checking us out and they've probably been here, if they were going to do harm to us, Mm -hmm. they probably already would have. Yeah. I just, I can't believe that we would be, yeah, I just can't believe that like we would be the only planet with life. I don't think we are. No, we're definitely not. And I think that they're probably much more interested in studying and seeing how this whole humanity thing plays out than they are in decimating us like i i feel like their their level of sophistication and intellect brings them beyond war that would be my hope anyway because that's what i hope for us right like we finally reach a point of understanding and empathy and intellectual capability that we no longer want to harm each other arbitrarily well some of us have well, no, I I haven't even. I do you know how many like intrusive thoughts I have driving down the road of like I would like to punch you in the face right now. Like that's not enlightened Ugh. of me like at all. I'm saying as a species, right? Right. Yeah. No, that's what I mean. Some of us. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think this is. Did where, you watch the like, insurrection? <laughs> I think when we talk about like obviously James Webb as a whole has like completely redefined how I think as a human being, right? Like me personally, like let alone the scientific community. Um, it, it It's made me reevaluate my thoughts on God. It's made me reevaluate my thoughts on obviously an alien invasion. It's, it's made me think about so many things that I probably never would have thought of before. So that to me is incredible because how often in our lives does something happen that it makes you literally take things that you have never not thought about or never thought that it would be a different thinking pattern, right? Like I never thought that when I thought like, 
I've always wondered about God. Like even when I was a small kid, like I was like, eh, really? I don't know. That seems, that seems made up, but okay. But like, as I've aged, it's kind of been that same thing. And like, I've always held on to the, the only reason I believe in God is because I, I hope that my mom is in a better place, right? Like, because I lost my mom to cancer, you know, blah, blah. So like that to me is like why I've always had this belief of like, if there is a God, but now I'm like, I'm pretty sure there's no God. And like that, it's like how often in our lives had some, has something like been able to like solidify some thinking process for us. It doesn't happen that often. And I, I think that in and of itself is really cool. And I enjoy being able to open my mind to learn and to think about different things and different aspects. So like, even just talking about aliens with you all, like I, obviously I'm, I'm not, up at night worried about aliens but i'm also not not my thought process is that like talking to you all and like hearing your thoughts on it jackie or stacy or even when julie's on like okay or even the other stacy like okay so maybe like we won't be decimated if aliens decide to visit but at the same time, it's like that would have never happened had all of this new information not started to like kind of pop up because I don't think we would have just talked about aliens. You know, I I don't know. So I I think it's really amazing and I, I love it and I I enjoy discussing it, even though it does cause me some anxiety. Like I think I told you guys the story about gravity, the movie Gravity, and I was told my my friend Kim, I was just like Listen, that's like my biggest fear is being lost in space. She's like, well, thank God you're not a fucking astronaut. You're a fucking idiot. <laughs> yeah, I think you have a pretty low chance of experiencing <laughs> no, that. I was like, yeah, you're right. That's probably not going to happen. So it's like that, that's exactly like that, that like, it's probably never going to happen. But at the end of the day, like we're getting closer to closer to maybe, maybe that could happen. Not me being lost in space, but you I know, think contact there's also from another like planet. two standard responses that like the human psyche are wired to have when presented with like kind of not just ideas, but, but possibilities that are so huge that we don't have to grapple with them too often in our, our lifetimes because our lives are actually pretty small. Like they, mm-hmm. they, they genuinely are. We, we typically are in the same line of work for, you know, 30, 40 plus years. We raise children that a whole bunch of other people raise children. We, we tend to go to the same educational institutions. Like our, our lives when you zoom way out are, are pretty small. So I think when we're confronted with, and I think it's the same thing that happens to people which, with climate change, you're confronting with something so huge. There's two lines of thought. One is you can kind of be in awe of how insignificant and small you really are. Mm-hmm. Or you can be in denial. Right. Or third option you can be anxious and scared about it. <laughs> sure. Sounds good. I'll take that one. <laughs> well, what? I, so I guess, okay, in your line of thought, though, let's say the aliens are here to completely decimate us and steal our natural resources and take over the planet. Okay, let, let's say that's true. Great. What, right, what but you're you not do? like afraid of death. <laughs> but you don't have it. You don't have a crippling fear of death like we do. No. I just don't. No, the difference, my friend. There you go. Right. Well, like even when Erin was talking and she was saying that she hopes like heaven is real because she hopes that her mom is in a better place. And I don't disagree with like that, that thought process, but here's the thing. Even if there's not heaven and I'm not, I don't even just mean the Christian version of heaven in afterlife, uh, uh, right. a superior state of consciousness that you get to like evolve into that, you know, you don't have to exist in this plane of reality anymore whatever any one of the 4,000 gods says or science. Okay. Let's say none of that's true. And it just, nothing exists, right? Her pain's still gone. She's not feeling it anymore. Agreed. Agreed. Like there's still a void. Any way you shake it out, she's not in pain anymore. Right. So like, I I guess I don't understand why that is like, why that's why people are still scared of that. Well, so like my thing this is where like that came for me is because I was sort of raised in this like Christian mentality of like, you know, um, American male were 
Yeah, like, so, like, you know, like, my grandmother took me to church, and, like, I, I uh-huh. you know, collected pennies for the offering for, you know, vacation Bible school and shit. Like, it it became this, like, thing that, like, you just believed, right? And it was so, and and until I became of an age where I could question it, and, like, you know, and even when I was young, like I said, when I was younger, I was always like, meh, you know, this seems kind of weird. I don't. I don't like this. Like all I'm doing is literally going around and collecting pennies off the fucking pavement so I can win in Gross. vacation Bible school for the offering. Like, like, is this really for God? Like, you know, yeah, I know, right? Like, I'm like, give me all your pennies, people. They had you like, working in the mob early. They really did. And like I was in the fucking couch cushions getting the pennies and like the Cheetos. And you know, it was just it was a lot. So like ultimately. I think my whole thought process was always like, it's what she wanted. It's what my mom was hoping for. Like one of, this is, this is like a memory that I'm just going to bring up really quickly because it, this is probably why that stuck with me so much. So like when she was super sick, I remember one night we were sitting there, she was laying down, she was sleeping and all of a sudden she just like woke up and she was just like staring straight ahead. And it was, close toward the end of death and like if like if you go if you read all about like the end of death like the different stages like this was clearly she was getting closer and and she told me oh jesus is standing at the end of my bed <laughs> fucking <laughs> Obi-Wan I, don't think Kenobi. I don't think that's crazy i think people legitimately no, see things yeah exactly like i just like i personally like she saw it it, it stuck with me and so then that's where my idea was like okay I'll believe in it if it means that she's in a better place for herself so like but ultimately I don't fucking believe in it I don't believe in God I don't believe that it's real I don't if I really literally thought God was real then I would think Christians were good people and 90% of them aren't so like what the fuck I think that's a false dichotomy though because Christians very much and uh, disclaimer not all Christians yeah I got it okay they very much hijack an interpretation of a book that was written over 2000 years ago to fit their modern human wishes and agendas and like all of these other very human things that we do to try and get maintain power and, you know, facilitate our own aspirations and desires. So I I don't think at its core, Jesus like what he represented is bad at all. Like if you actually take all of the other stuff out, like take all of it out and only focus on what he, this character, and I am going to call him a character because I I think of him very much like Paul Bunyan um, was like representing. Well, I mean, I think he existed, but I also think he was exaggerated. And like, I I think he's been made to be. You don't think he looked like, Paul, no, I think he was Paul brown Biden. for sure. Did he have a big <laughs> like, blue ox? <laughs> I'm just saying, like, I think they've turned him into what they needed him to be in order to maintain power and control in a universe. But if you look at what Jesse represented, I don't, I think he was an icon for good and caring Agreed. and empathy. And like, so I don't think when people are like, oh, you know, it's bullshit. I think Christianity is bullshit. I don't think the idea of somebody like Jesus is bullshit. Agreed. And I mm-hmm. very yeah. well said, much more well said than I have been speaking. So good job. <laughs> but also like, and I know exactly what you're talking about. I, I've, I've always been fascinated by like afterlife and like what happens to you. And as someone who has, I mean, we're all raised fucking Catholic Christian, whatever, like, right. I've read a lot about it and I've, I've often wondered if it's because I do believe people who are dying, see things. Absolutely. They, they claim seeing people that have passed before them. They see Jesus, they see angels, they see loved pets that they had missed. And like, because our brains are pretty much wired like a computer system. I wonder if that's part of the process of shutting down because our brains go to like extraordinary lengths to protect us mm-hmm. from pain and it suffering. Totally and right. Yeah. Right. Like we block out entire portions of our childhood to protect ourselves from trauma. Mm-hmm. So right. it makes sense in like our final days or hours that it also brought you a, a, a great amount of relief. And I'm not saying that's the case. It very well may be that you're seeing spirits or apparitions or like, no, what, I don't know. Right. 
Right. I'm not. No, I'm not saying that's not true. No, I've never died. I'm saying, I don't know. Right. Yeah. But you're right, though, because biologically there are certain releases of chemicals and things like that. I think that right. are meant to. Sorry, Chewbacca's in the background. Adrenaline here. and endorphins yeah. and like. Right they suddenly have all this like energy and they seem okay. And sometimes people think they're getting better all of a sudden. And really it's just the body kind of going into reboot. It's, it's stopped. What I think it is, it, your body has a sudden surge of energy and like coherentness because it's finally stopped fighting whatever is trying to eliminate you. And I in feel that like it's relief like the last of energy, it's when you're not fighting all those things anymore, it gives you one last surge of here's your last gift of existence. Yeah. And then it's over. I just think it's really interesting too, though, that like, as, as a whole, like when we think about just everything that's been happening with, with James Webb, with the universe, with the multiple universes, with the infinite possibilities that are out there, it's, it just really, um, like we've said in the past, it makes you realize how like insignificant like the sense of awe yeah like it's like i know that like i like jackie stacy you both are very significant to my life right like you both are like my best friends oh that made me smile oh that made me smile too bird good i'm that made me smile so good i'm so happy that we're all smiling tonight (laughs) So my point is that everybody is significant. Like people in your lives are significant to you, but like as a whole, we're just so insignificant in this this tiny we're little speck of dust. Speck of dust, right? Like remember when the very first images from James Webb came out, and it was like, "That's as if you held up a grain of rice to yeah. the sky," and we're like, "What the fuck?" Like. <laughs> what's in that picture is a grain of rice like what the fuck like it's just so insane and i think what it's really done is make made us believe it's made us think so much but then at the same time it's like why we're insignificant like whatever our fears are whatever our anxiety is like i know matters i know bird and i were talking about this a while back like just about like anxiousness and like what you're anxious about and like why are you anxious and like she was trying to like give me some like tips and tricks and tr- you know whatever and I was just like oh my god at the end of the day like why are we anxious like we literally anything we're anxious about is so insignificant in the grand scheme of things and it's just it's just so interesting it really is doesn't that what make if- you feel calmer though none no. of it really matters <laughs> not really not really no not, not even no. a little bit. It's not logical. No, <laughs> no, no. Like, I think sometimes anxiety is, um, this is going to sound really shitty to myself and not to anybody else. Because like, I sometimes feel like my anxiety is, happens because if it didn't happen, it would be really weird. Like, mm. it would, it's almost like I, I like summon up anxiety because I'm like, oh, I haven't felt this in a minute. <laughs> Like, I should probably do it just to make sure it still feels the same. Like, what? Why am I doing that? Yeah, what can I worry about right now? Right? Like, oh, it's so fun. Like, that. there's that one meme where it's like, you're, you know, your brain's like, oh, I'm feeling really good. And it's like, but what about this? And you're like, but what? And their anxiety's like, but this. And you're like, but what? And you're like, but this. I'm like, right. what? Yeah. So then I'm like, panic hey, attack, you, know. you deserve it. Yeah, yeah. What do you guys think actually causes anxiety? Because let, let's take a look at a case study, okay? Like, the, okay, the three of us, we all had, like, relatively similar childhoods. Like, okay, we're, we, we're all raised in middle-class white households in America, all right? Like, I know both of you have experienced parental loss, but it didn't happen at age five or six. Like... As far as I know, no one was in like crippling accidents when we were kids. Like we didn't have any of these extraordinary, we all went through stuff. Okay. Everyone went right. through stuff, but no one, as far as I know, went through anything that if you were to read it out loud to a stranger, they would have been like, holy shit, that person did not get dealt a fair hand. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? 
So, yeah. like, why do you guys I had a think... strawberry shortcake bike. <laughs> so I was well, fine. <laughs> if we had parents well, I know... that, although flawed, they loved us. Right. Like, they took yeah. care of us. I know mine, like, I can trace back to, like, my dad had hypertrophic cardiomyopathy. And so I can trace that back to, like, him and his heart problems. And when I experience um, things positive or negative that make my heart rate increase, that was sort of the catalyst for my anxiety and medical anxiety and things like that. Having parents that, you know, always had medical problems my whole life. But it doesn't, it's not limited in your case to just medical problems. It now extends no, to no, but areas. it's very yeah, lucky no. you. It's really blossomed. <laughs> you know, you really just um, got the whole swath. <laughs> no, but I bet so much of it was, was, indicated and triggered by increase in heart rate yeah yeah but like but like Aaron said trauma I mean literally so mine I feel like my anxiety always stems from me not feeling like I'm good enough it always starts there always and I know that growing up my mother god rest her soul god rest her soul. Um, she never made me feel like I was good enough. So I know, and this is years of therapy, people, you're getting to hear it first right here. Um, I know that I am, I know that I'm good enough. I'm not, it's fine. I'm good. That's fine. But at the end of the day, (laughs) my mother never made me feel like I was good enough. I, she nitpicked the hell out of me. I was never pretty enough. I always had bad skin. I was always fat. I was always, you know, you name it. My clothes didn't fit right. My shoes were awful. Why do you want to wear that? What are you doing? Why didn't you get this A? I can't believe you didn't get straight A's this quarter. I I got straight. I didn't get straight A's once in my entire life. I got straight. I got all A's and a B plus in fucking Spanish. You don't have P.S. to convince I'm not, us. I'm not fucking Spanish. P.S. Just so everybody knows. But like straight A's through everything and like because I got a B plus in Spanish I got the fucking riot act read to me because I just wasn't good enough and so I've carried that throughout my entire life so I can pretty much always trace my anxiety back to me feeling like the reason that anything is happening is because I'm not good enough and that to me like my like even like i I was great at basketball, great at volleyball. I was varsity athlete. I threw shot put and discus and I, I placed in state. Like I was great. I was a great athlete, but I wasn't good enough. You know, it was just always not good enough. Now I'm fucking writing. Like, what am I doing? I'm so not good enough. You know what I'm saying? Like, so all of these things, like that's where it all stems from is not being good enough. And I truly think that the reason that I would always feel that way is because my mom made me feel that way because she wanted so badly to not be like the rest of her family who she was one out of 10 kids. She fucking had to call tooth and nail to like become something. She had to put herself through school, like everything that she did, like she made me pay for. Like mm-hmm. it, it was just a lot. So like, I truly think that's where my anxiety stems from. So like it's that's, that's so even though we do have very similar upbringings, as far as like socially, like I just don't think. Well, I think there's like genetic predispositions also. Here's the well, thing I, too. Yeah. Here's, here's a big difference. I had a parent like that too. My father was very much like that. Nothing was yeah. ever good enough. My dad, it wasn't until three months ago that my dad called me out of the blue to tell me that he was proud of me. First time in my life. First time ever. I take that back. When I came home from Iraq, he told me he was proud of me too. He was very, very hard on me. But unlike you, I had a grandma that I was the center of her world. I could do no wrong. Anytime one of my parents would say something to me, she was right behind them telling me that I was beautiful and wonderful and perfect and special and like none of nothing, anything they said mattered. And she made me realize from a very early age that your parents are just figuring things out too. And they don't have all the answers and they don't know everything. And like, I wish I would have had that. She would tell me like, (laughs) I've been around longer and I'm telling you right now that stuff doesn't matter. And this is what you're good at. And like, blah, blah, blah. So 
that thank you for sharing that because there's a difference i had a grandma that followed closely behind and fixed like mortared mortared clothes the holes that could have very much been there and you know what's interesting she was very close to my sister but my sister suffers from anxiety i was the oldest so she was much closer to me she spent more time with me so she did much more repair work on me than she did on it's just crazy to think that one adult made that big and i'm not hating on my parents like that's not what this is about at all like i i don't think my parents ever intentionally harm me like ever right right they were doing what their parents had done to them right i think too like one of the things that like that's really that's amazing right like to have a grandparent in your life like that. Like my, my grandma Zach was, was awesome. Like she didn't do that, but like, she was a great, great grandmother. Right. Like, so I think, I think it's really interesting that we, we, well, one, we've all found each other, which I think is amazing because I think we all lift each other up in different ways. Right. Like um, I know that like, obviously Stacy and I are able to kind of understand a little bit about anxiety with each other. Cause we have it, but then like Jackie, you're able to kind of just like bring us out of the rafters sometimes because you don't suffer from <laughs> the rafters. It. So, you know like, what get I mean? Get down here, you two. Stop fucking around. <laughs> <up there. laughs> get out of the around up there, you asshole. Like, <laughs> yeah. You're kicking you know, up like, dust. <laughs> like, come on. So I think that like, it's great that we found each other, but it's so interesting to me because like, ultimately my parents were great parents well my mom was my dad was a piece of shit and I you know what I whatever so but like my mother like I think she did what she did because she thought it was what was best totally this is what's best right like this is I want to raise a stable human being well you know what you didn't (laughs) And I wish you could tell Surprise! Spoiler alert. Yeah. You know, like, hashtag you didn't. Like, I just wish you wouldn't, I wish you would not have been so hard on me because I'm I'm so hard on myself now because of it. And and that's where it's like, you know what? Like, um there are many times when I think about the fact that Jackie, you don't really have anxiety. And I'm like, that lucky bitch. Like I wish that I didn't get nervous about the the stupidest things because like, but then I come to you and you're like, okay, so da, 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 and you give me like a laundry list of things of like why I shouldn't be nervous. And I'm like, oh, okay, cool. Thanks. Bye. <laughs> like, like it's just like, it's a drive-by anxiety like like blanket like you're just like a like it's like a fire blanket for my anxiety and that's that's what I need and so I'm happy about that but I'm also just kind of like wow like what the fuck you know what though I think sometimes the framework that we approach things is is difficult too because I I know that you have struggled for a long time with both of you have struggled tremendously with anxiety but Aaron you've made a shit ton of progress in therapy but one of the benefits to your anxiety is it allows you a broader perspective of things people are going through. And when you have a broader perspective, it makes you more empathetic and you're more willing to give people grace in situations that other people wouldn't because they don't understand. So although like the damage that your mom did, you know, like damn her for doing that, but without realizing it, she made you a more empathetic and gracious person than she ever was. And like, that's how generational trauma gets broken and I know you Mm -hmm. don't have kids or anything but like the kids that are in your life even momentarily you will inevitably spare them from that kind of criticism and that kind of harm and in doing that you are going to raise be part of raising children that don't have that reaction to things and that will be a very positive it's true though she unintentionally I think she was trying to probably do the right thing unintentionally caused you trauma in the process but the byproduct of that is giving you more perspective to things that you would have never you're more willing to listen to where someone's coming from and how they're experiencing it because you felt so unheard for so long so there's there's pluses and minuses to suffering from things like that and i mean but that's because you're who you are some people because they weren't given an inch they're not giving anyone an inch 
Right. So you you give people inches, not because of what your mom did, but because of who you are in spite of it. Like you've decided you're not going to put anyone through that. And that takes way more work and way more self-restraint and way more self-realization. So (laughs) you should pat yourself on the back instead of replicating the behavior. You've decided to let it mold you into something better. And like that, that in and of itself is impressive. And people in your life will be better off because of it. And you may not have had that perspective had you not had the parents that you had. True. Thank you. Wow. Look at the silver lining. No. See, enlightenment. Your silver lining. (laughs) 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 We got you. I can find all sorts of silver Well, Stacy's is different birth. too, because hers is hers is medically based, right? Like yeah. it, it has blossomed and grown into something <laughs> larger. <laughs> beautiful flower. And really successful. <laughs> beautiful flower bird. <laughs> beautiful, what is it? Uh Venus flytrap. <laughs> You're like the little shop of horrors. <laughs> but all of that is to say, I think that plays into. Like I am a person like as the James Webb and things coming up, I'm in absolute awe of it. Like just awe of not just like what we're discovering. I think it's fascinating how little we know. Right. Like we just, we know so little and, and people talk like with such absolution and such sureness in their, their like tone and their voices, but we don't know shit about shit. We don't know shit about shit. We don't know shit about fuck. We don't know shit about fuck. Well, like, dinosaurs weren't even discovered until after George Washington was born. Like, George Washington lived in a world without thinking... That's how young the United States is. Like, he lived in a world where they didn't even know dinosaurs existed. Like, that blows my mind. Right? Like, I I sit here sometimes... How did George not know about the brontosaurus? I was driving to work the other day, and I was thinking... What are they going to, in 200 years, what are they going to know that we didn't know? That we just didn't know. Yeah, they're going to be like, those dummies, they didn't even know about. We right. think we have it all dialed in. We don't know shit Time about travel. shit. Yeah. They're going to be like, I can't believe they didn't know that Donald Trump was a fucking alien. How I did think, they not know that? I think they're going to have a cure for anxiety. I think they're going to have a cure for, like, I don't think anyone's going to suffer from hardly anything I, I mean i'm sure people are still gonna be pissed about whatever people are pissed about but like we will create drama when there there is no drama to be had right. like of we're not course. dying of, of malaria or well some people are still dying of malaria but like we're not dying of dirty water in the united states in the united states but we'll still argue over a fucking life-saving vaccine because people are idiots well, actually, they are dying over dirty water in fucking michigan so there you go okay fair point you're absolutely right. My bad. <laughs> That's true. I mean, yeah, so no, there you go. No bullshit. My 100%. Which, what the, f- how are people still dying of dirty water in America? Right, right. Like, come on. What are we, a third world country in a Gucci belt? Yeah. Which brings me to my next point. Do you, got, and I know we've talked about on this, on this before, but now with the realization of like, aliens are probably real. We may never well, see one, but they're probably real. Life 100% exists on other planets. We know shit about shit. Do you guys think it's more likely that if there is an afterlife, it is a reincarnation of some kind or yes. it's just nothing? I think it's a reincarnation. And do you I think that's a reincarnation? No, I actually think it yeah. because of things. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> No, because because Jackie talked about those freaking little kids who talk about past life experiences, and now they come up on my TikTok. So it's a combination of that, and it makes me feel better. I truly think, though, that I think that there's got to be a reason behind things that happen, like deja vu. Like, I think it is like I think there is a past life. I think I do think I believe in it, and it's not like. Would I be fine if I died and that was the end? Yes. Not right now. You don't have a I choice. I have a life to live. But I'm just saying, like, at the, like, if I just died and that's it, boom, done. Okay, fine. That's, that's it. But if it means that, like, I become something different, something greater, something better, something worse, whatever, 
I would I would be I would really cool with that. I don't know why. I just do you think, think it's tied cool though to do you think our need to think because I, I also believe in reincarnation, so I'm not hating on you at all. Okay, cool. But sometimes I, I I wonder <laughs> do I need to think that because I'm programmed as a human to think that we're special? Like what makes us think we get another shot? But what I makes us think there's more I just think that pain. energy has to go somewhere. Yeah. I, I mean, scientifically, I it has to go somewhere. What's the likelihood that we, we it just once, you know? I, but I like think we animals just are become a thing and then we're too. not. Yeah. I think animals are reincarnated. Like, that's why I sometimes think, like, you get, like, a dog and you're like, this dog is so much like my, you know, my dog from my child or whatever. Like, I truly think that. I really believe that. Like you see that movie about the dog? The yeah, I fucking did. Out. Yeah, I was like, once again. Goddamn. Fucking bald like a baby. I don't cry about a lot of things. I will cry over a dead dog. Oh, 100%. Oh, my God, all the time. They could kill 100 people in a movie and I will be fine. If If they even shoot dogs in the wrong light, that makes me think maybe something bad might come to them. Done. Bar works. You mean cine- cinematography? Wise. Yeah, it's not like with a <laughs> Yeah, like, like if they shoot them in their bad. If there's slightly like, sentimental music and a dog in the same yeah, shot, no. Yeah, Sarah McLachlan fucking ruined me. Yeah. <laughs> Why do you think that is though? Why what? Oh, because we're so desensitized to human violence. Yeah, I think 100%. it's because. I think it's because dogs are pure. They have yeah, pure they're so pure. Yeah. Like I literally just looked at Hannah and I started getting all choked up. Well, it's the same reason that it seems so unfair when you see a child suffering, right? They haven't in our head. We're so punitive. We're such punitive creatures. Right. They haven't done enough harm to deserve whatever is happening to them. Like that's how punitive. That's how archaic we think. That's why I'm saying I think aliens are probably much more evolved than we are because to us dogs children like whatever they don't deserve it they haven't hurt anyone i don't disagree with you that even though we all die all of us i don't disagree with you that aliens are more evolved i think they just be kind of like let's just get rid of them because like i don't want yeah they're annoying and i really <laughs> don't want to have to like train them into believing i think they just watch like, us like the most recent maybe they think we don't deserve bachelor. it like the big but like the big brother or whatever the big yeah brother. they, they think totally we don't watch it. us like big brother right like i don't think they're they're just gonna be like meh are they ever gonna be on our level and then some guy some man alien it's gonna be like no <laughs> and then they're just gonna be like okay Oh, you think the patriarchy still exists in the alien world? I don't know. I I really just hope that they're all just one sex. Like they're just like a like a West African tree frog that can just spontaneously switch sex. Like was I totally Jurassic Park there? What? You you really geeked out for a second there. Yeah, Yeah, you nerd. I'll take it. (laughs) Yeah, I wonder. I don't know. They probably. I mean, it would make sense that they didn't. That there was no. Yeah. I mean, we're getting to the point now scientifically where we're, they're not going to need men or women to create babies. Like they're going to be able to make them in labs. So, well, I don't know. That's scary. I don't know. It's going to be interesting, though. I will say, though, for me, I don't have an impending sense of doom about it at all, which surprises exactly zero people. Not even a little bit. Yeah, maybe. literally no one. <laughs> like I think. I often think we're so lucky to be alive in this time that we're discovering this. I mean, I think it'd be cool to be around 200 years from now when we know a lot more and like the Mm -hmm. mystery, like it's been unboxed, but you know, we don't get to discover a lot of things in our, our world. Like we feel like we've conquered most of it. So this is being something unknown and we're figuring out and like, I don't know. I think it's, and I, I like being reminded that none of it really matters we have such a a, a overwhelming sense of self-importance even listen the republicans piss me off too but what they think doesn't really matter they they are because of the way progress and evolution works they will not be around forever like it's just well it's just not how evolution works like in order for our species to survive we're gonna have to progress and evolve past this like archaic way of thinking past sucking up all our natural resources past drilling oil out of the ground that's that's going to eventually be completely gone like they're not going to have a choice 
So progress will drag you along, whether you want to be drug along <laughs> or not. So right. like none of it's really going to matter. The only thing that will matter is future generations are going to look back and point and laugh and say, what were they thinking? We do it now though. We look at doctors from like the 1800s and they're just like cocaine, everything like that's not. Oh my God. They, yeah. I'm still watching call the midwife and I'm like, right. Like, Oh, they have a blood. Listen, so it could still work. We just decided to not keep trying it. I'm telling you, I'd love to be Coke skinny right now. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, like, with a new Coke skinny hair, with a new hair, with a new haircut. <laughs> Guys, we're not even we're not even 150 years out from discovering germs were a thing. Yeah, true. Like, isn't that so the shit weird? we don't know? Yeah, it's mind boggling. It's, it's amazing how like one lifetime is so tiny in the scheme of things right like that like 150 years so important right we think it's so important like we think about like george washington's life we're like oh god how important george washington taylor swift i mean whatever taylor swift (laughs) though man yeah you can always bring it around and one thing you can count on from us we can always circle back to taylor you're gonna have a taylor swift reference can we not (laughs) talk about that bet your bottom dollar I don't want to talk about Travis Kelsey tonight. Look, I'm not like whatever happens, happens. You know? I'm not I'm, worried about Travis Kelsey. Me neither. I just don't. I'm irritated about the whole thing. Like he I, just is. Yeah. He's just such a fucking white man. Mm-hmm, mm. I just can't. Yeah. I just can't. Listen, there's one thing we can count on from Taylor Swift, though. Always. She has terrible taste in men. Terrible. Mm-hmm. Terrible. The so worst. like. <laughs> yeah. Listen. God. I'm not. If, but I mean, he's a, he's less problematic her, than Maddie Healy. So if she no, wants to fucking do whatever, it'd be a first for her beard to have a beard, though. So oh. I mean, there is hey hey oh. <laughs> I don't know. I think well, we don't know. I, no, I don't care about don't Travis Kelsey. Like it's if they're talking, they're talking. If they're not, they're I not. Like it's anything. it's whatever. Yeah. I think it's real interesting that the tree has gone so far out of her way to deny that they are. Mm-hmm. Right. And then all of a sudden they're texting. Like, I'm, I don't know. Like, I don't oh, know why. Really? And, and this could just be me thinking that he's just a big meathead because whatever. But I just like imagine a text conversation being like, Taylor says something really poetic and him being like, huh, football. Like, I don't know. Like, it just. I'm going to be real honest. Me. I don't think. And I. Let me preface this by saying I don't have anything personal against Travis Kelsey. I've never heard anything bad about him. I don't I don't feel anything about him one way or the other. I also don't think his ego can handle dating Taylor Swift. Because he was like kind of stoking the flames of like maybe we are, maybe we aren't, blah 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 until last weekend when they were making Taylor references while he was playing. And now all of a sudden he's like, it's nothing serious. I don't. Now realize. he's got a John Mayer yeah. t-shirt on on his podcast. <laughs> right. So like, I don't know that Good call. if she's going to be with a man and we all know, I think she's bisexual. Aaron thinks she's gay. I think she's bi, but it's going to take a very, very self-assured, not intimidated man to date. She's the most powerful person on the planet. Yeah. Like just literally, like she's literally controlled. I said person on purpose, not woman, person. Mm -hmm. Like literally she controlled Google. Yeah. Can we can we talk for one second though? Because I know I've been like on um another planet. So I haven't been participating in a lot of our group chats. Um are we clowning like big time on the S one thousand percent. Oh yeah, reputation's coming so out immediately. Behind, Can I just add coming out right? Yeah. Um, Lincoln is such a reputation girly. Like oh, he's I obsessed with reputation. Same. Obsessed. <laughs> I love Lincoln. <laughs> I fucking love that kid. Like you can go on those days. Sorry. I, oh, sorry, Stacey. Oh no, no, no! I just <laughs> want to make sure that we're clowning big time on that. I think she's going to re-release it on the anniversary. I think it's those coming S's out. don't look anything alike. No, they look like nope. snakes. It's a snake. Head. The one is a snake, and the one's not. Yeah. It's right next to the ten. Yep. What do you think about this whole 
I'm also here for her hanging out with Sophie Turner. Love it. So I love the girls' so girl. Totally. Love it. Also, totally. I loved her outfit, and I, I would fucking murder someone for that long jean jacket. Can like, we talk about I for a second, though, Sophie Turner's face while she's getting photographed, knowing how much it's going to piss off Joe Jonas I that she's. She and was. Taylor knew it, too. She's not like being played. I'm not saying like Sophie's using Taylor at all. They both do exactly. No. Oh exactly what and they were doing I, I love 100 percent. that's the kind of girl Taylor. chaos i'm here for totally that kind of girl chaos love it you play the power game, for ladies play the game yeah ah. i just what do we think about this theory about the whole glitch thing is going to be like that's where all the because of the 1989 tour like that's going to be all the collabs is going to be it's a double album or whatever I think, I think that's less likely than... I think Harry Styles is right. absolutely going to be on the 1989 album. Yeah. And yeah. I'm, I'm here for it. Big fan of Harry Styles. Like, yeah. talk about... But do you, but do you think it's going to be that double album? Because did you see the one video that that guy did where the man wall? 1989 no. is on there twice. What? I don't think it. Here's why I don't. Can you think start be a sending album. me these videos? Yeah, I'm not seeing yeah. It's on my timeline. Yeah, 1989. You can barely see it. It's cut off. It's on that wall two times. Oh I think, fuck! If anything, she's a capitalist girly, and she's going to make as much money as possible. So if it is a double album, it'll be released separately. Oh god! Yeah, it's going to be like a Target exclusive. Finals. But she did say she wrote 150 songs for 1989. Yeah, that's so why it's like, why did you say that if you're only re releasing five Bolt tracks? Come on, come on, Tay. But I was so happy to have the like back. The what? The puzzles. Oh, I solved oh, yeah. all 89 of them. Yeah. How did you? I couldn't get anything to pop up on mine. It was all I never was able to get in any of the times I well I like yeah. I had to do it on the it computer. Was so I didn't do it on my phone. I did you it on the computer. Do it on your phone. Yeah, I did it on the computer too. I couldn't get on there either. I was like, I what the fuck? Well, I couldn't buy tickets either. So oh, here we fine. are. <laughs> <laughs> we all saw her. Yeah, oh, some of us three times, but it's, hey. it's fine. Yeah. Rude. What are you gonna do? Um, what are you gonna do? But I I love that she was back to that, and I'm really excited for slut. Oh me too. So excited, I'm excited, I'm excited but I'm excited. Same. I feel like that's going to be my anthem, and I don't, I'm, I mean. Also, I how long have we been talking about, like, reclaiming some of these words? Right, and, like, now, like, anytime you search Taylor Swift's and slut, it's quotation, like, boom. It's Taylor in quotation marks, too, so. And I love that it's an exclamation point, because, mm -hmm. like, oh. I don't know, as a writer, we're always, like, it's a frowned upon to, like, put quote or put exclamation points when we're writing. Exclamation points and I'm like, time. you know what, fuck that. Exclamation well, point she's Taylor bitch. Allison Swift. She can do whatever she oh, wants. I love it. But her. a perfect like example of that. I was texting my friend last night, and she was sitting there with her boyfriend, and she was like, "She's a she's like a you have other a, friends a fringe Swifty." I don't want to call her out on here because oh, she listens God. to this. She's like a fringe Swifty, so she's like she likes her, but isn't like us. Like it's I fine. Mean, so she was. Are. She was like, so did she lose her virginity to like, um, whatever, Jake Gyllenhaal? And I was like, does anyone really know that? I said, listen, here, the people make a lot of comments about the red scarf representing that. I don't know. <laughs> it could also like, if you're looking at like ages and times, it could also be John Mayer. Like, I don't know though. I, I don't, let's not talk about who she lost her virginity to. I think that's dirty. So she's talking to her boyfriend about it and her boyfriend goes, oh, she's just, she's a star fucker. And I, I about lost my mind. I was like, she's a star fucker? Mm -hmm. She's the most powerful woman on the fucking planet. Who's Jake Gyllenhaal right. and John Mayer? Right. They're right. star fuckers. Like, John Mayer no. isn't oh, even I his own so, guy anymore. He's with that fucking I got fucking so heated dead. right away. No. And like, why is she the star fucker? She was between the ages of like 18 and 22. What is she supposed to be out doing? Right. Like, she's allowed to date yeah. men. They did her dirty. Why is she? Oh, I... But that's exactly why it's so important that she released a song called Slut. Yeah. Because that's what she's been accused of for so long when she was just being a normal early fucking girl. Normal person. person. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That pissed me really pissed me off. And I love the idea that like now in today's society, we've really kind of started women as a whole have started to sort of like fuck off for slut shaming, right? Mm -hmm. Like, fuck you. 
fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. A girl's allowed to do what she fucking wants with her body and she wants to sleep yes. with a hundred people or one person. It's yep. up to her. Mm-hmm. If she's being safe and she's fine, good for her. Well, also yeah. the amount of the amount yeah, of yeah. pressure from men to for women when they're in an exclusive relationship with them to be sexual creatures mm-hmm. versus but they don't want anyone who's been sexual. Right. right. Like it's, it's just such that. a it's, it's such a weird phenomenon that they want a girl who will try for things, them. do things, do anything that they have in mind, but they don't like them the idea of a with girl them. who has also enjoyed sex prior to them. Gross. Like if you spend them. three seconds thinking about it, it's asinine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, reclaim oh, the word. Shocking that. Something that a man thinks about and obsesses about is ass. Listen, once we, start we play into it, it too. How, how often have you heard women call other women sluts or they should keep their legs oh, closed or they should yeah. sleep around? This is not just a male problem. Totally. I know, but I'm just saying like, I think as we've, as we've furthered ourselves in society. Broken and, ourselves out of our internalized misogyny. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now more and more, especially younger generations are sort of like, you know what? Fuck that. I can do whatever the fuck I want. And we're mm-hmm. like, yes. the ones that have been slut shamed that have been like, yeah, fucking yeah. Go girl. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Like I'm, I'm yeah. so happy to see like the, the return story of Monica Lewinsky and stuff. Like, Oh, oh totally. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Like you don't get to slut shame her. You know, no, not an at all. intern at the white. Like, get out! Of I know, here get with your out! Nonsense. Finally, get out! Yeah, but yeah. a lot of the stuff that we blame on men, women are just as guilty of perpetuating. Yeah, because of the internalized massage. Honest to God, Taylor mm-hmm. herself. Like, if she hadn't changed the lyrics in her song, she slut changed. Yeah, better than revenge. Yeah. yeah, yeah. All right, what mm-hmm. are you guys obsessed with this week? Oh, look at us cruising through. Cruising through. Look at us go. I'll go um, first. Okay. okay. Sorry. I'll go first. I'm sorry, Bird. <laughs> so is that okay? Do you really want to yeah. go? Oh, God, stop. No, go. Pisces. No, Just so go. um my I well one, I had the flu earlier this week and it sucked. But then I got out of it, and which is lovely. It came out of it triumphant. And did you come out of it or did it come out of you? Well, I mean, the first four days it was definitely coming out of me. It was horrifying. It was it was a hell Not even the experience. flu likes you, Aaron. The flu <laughs> hated me. The flu hated me. And I was like, why do you hate me? She's like, well, I hate everybody. And I was like, Yeah, well, you really hate me. Times 10. So um one of the things that I've been doing is I have been Doing kind of like page proofs on Home for the Holidays, you guys. I know I need to read it. This is don't read the one I sent you. Let me send no. you the new version. I have to write our my anyway. That's fine. <laughs> yeah, I know. This is my favorite book I've ever written. Like it is so good. I'm really I don't want to say I'm impressed with myself, but I'm kind you of don't want to toot your own horn, but I will I might toot toot it because it is I don't know. It's just really good. And I don't know if it's because I'm like so in love with the idea of a MILF, but I just, oh, what? Oh, good. Information. I know. Yeah. I know. Shagging. But I'm really excited about it. November, it's going to be out like the, the first week of November. I'm super pumped about it. Like it is, it's a great story. It's holidays. It's Christmas. It's Christmas trees. It's cookies. It's milk. You should and hold cookies. off release until Thanksgiving. Melting cookies. I'm not because there is a lot of books coming out that weekend. Oh, is so there? I don't okay. want to compete with that. Okay. So I'm okay. just gonna. Fair. But I'm also hopefully gonna have the audiobook ready a week mm. after the release. So that's that's another good thing. Um, I'm really excited. I'm just like super pumped about this book, and I've. It's been a minute. I mean, like, I was so pumped about Glitch. Don't get me wrong. I was pumped about Tapestry of the Heart. But, like, this book, I've put a lot of time and effort into because I started it way back when. And then I stopped it. And I completely rewrote it. And it has blossomed into something that I'm really, really proud of. I'm very proud of this book. Awesome. I love it. And I'm really excited for it to release it. And I just hope it does well. And I'm just really excited about it. I just love it. I love everything about it. I just think it's, I love every character. I'm just, I'm in love with it. It's my favorite book. 
I can't I, wait to read it. Even just reading it, like pr- page proofing it, I'm like, I love this book. <laughs> I don't, I don't know. I've <laughs> never, I, you know me, I don't feel this way about my writing, but I feel like I've blossomed and my editor is just really amazing. And good. I'm just, I'm happy about it. So that's, that's what I'm obsessed with. Cool. Debs. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> I'm, <laughs> I'm just in like trying to get ready for surgery mode. So I got my nails done. I'm very obsessed with them and I know people can't see them, but I got like three compliments on them at work. And one of them oh, but, wow. was by a male police officer. Oh, wow. They're um, like roundish almond. Um, he's, he's a very, very nice married. Oh, okay. Um, one ha- they're pink and white. And one just has kind of swirly things and one has smiley faces and one's checkerboard and one has lightning bolts and one has flowers and they're just like so cute so i'm really i'm obsessed with them i think they're really cute um yay i don't know i'm obsessed with halloween decorations i finally got all my nuts i really so. like your haunted one Being and i think about that hat hanging is thank really you. cute yeah thank you i appreciate it so yeah i don't know i'm just my brain is really just in like I'm in a wedding, and so we had the mm. bridal shower a couple weeks ago, and then straight into bachelorette party, and then surgery, and then the wedding. So I'm trying really hard to wear shoes for the wedding. It's the weekend before Thanksgiving, so I don't know if that's going to work, but I'm going to bring two and try and have one on just during pictures, and then I'm going to rhinestone my boot. Cool. So, you know, formal. Um, formal wear. <laughs> I have a few things, actually. Number one, I, too, have been sick, and it's awful. Um, I did get my flu shot, so I don't think it's the flu. I just can't kick this cough. It's just been kicking my ass. I'm normally not sick very long. I normally recoup in, like, three days, and I'm good. I'm going on day nine of this just, like, lingering cough, and it's fucking brutal. Like, it's just, it's It's awful. out here. Um, God. I don't know if I'm just getting older or this one's just like lingering. It sucks. Um, number two, um, I got paid one of the nicest compliments you can get at work um, yesterday. And it was from a staff member. And I had to have kind of like a come to Jesus moment with her. Cause she's been like fearing off course a little bit lately. And um, we just had to talk about like motivations and goals and like long-term goals and like we all have to do stuff we don't want to do sometimes and have you tried looking at this project in a different light and like let's let's work on some angles that can you know get you some better training and like yada yada and she told me at the end that um she felt really lucky to get to work for me and that doesn't happen very often so often we have to like be pushing and pushing and pushing the staff so this is just a reminder that sometimes your boss is just doing the best they can a lot of times. And if they do something good for you, let them know that too. Because I know I, I try to go out of my way to thank them all and tell them when they're doing a good job and like really make sure that they feel appreciated and heard. But your your boss is a person too. And sometimes they need to hear that also because it's a daunting job. You f- feel kind of like a principal occasionally, like you're only called in to like deal with really like difficult situations. And, you know, sometimes I just like to be asked about like what I think, or like it doesn't always have to be negative. So, um, I prefer compliments from my staff more so than the city manager or city council or whatever. So, um, this is just a reminder that it goes both ways and it's the more you have that kind of like open communication with your supervisor, the more they're going to be open to like giving you helpful and positive feedback also so it meant it meant a lot to me and it absolutely wasn't necessary but um just a reminder for everyone the last thing we've started purchasing furniture on facebook to rehab so as if i don't have enough projects building up in my garage as it is is that going to be like a little side side gig you guys are doing um no it started because like we wanted to put some dressers in the guest rooms Um, just because when people come, they typically stay for at least a week and like, we don't have spaces for them to put their clothes. And I hate that they have to live out of like suitcases and stuff, but I didn't necessarily, I didn't want to buy just like cheap bullshit furniture for them. And, um, I didn't want to necessarily just be like filling rooms with nonsense just so they had it. Like, cause I mean, you guys have been to the house, the front room has a very 
definite theme. It's very much a California beach theme. The other room is very much like a state parks thing. So like we really, really wanted to be able to like customize it to how we wanted it, but I didn't want to spend a thousand dollars on guest room, like dresser. So, you know, I'm on the DIY TikTok, And so is my wife, unfortunately. So we we're like, well, let's give it a try. So we bought a few things off Facebook for like 20 bucks each. Cause like, what's the worst that happens if it doesn't turn out right? We're out. $20. It's not the end of the world. So, um, I'm going to take some pictures of the before process and after process and, um, we'll see how they turn out, but it Yay. should be, it's fun. I do all the stripping and painting and sanding and she will tell me what to do. So <laughs> she says it's a couple project, but I feel like it's just like her bossing me around, but you know, we all know I'm that into that. Fun. So, yeah, um, that is it for us this week though oh happy fall it's officially fall everyone hey. congratulations you made it you made it to the the spooky season um everyone have have the best weekend available to you i hope you guys are starting to get your holiday plans together and that you have some things you're looking forward to and it's not just filled with commitments because we get really bogged down with commitments this time of year instead of doing things that we enjoy so remember to carve some time out for things that you like doing as well. And as I told a friend of mine last weekend who was feeling really bogged down by familial commitments, remember, no is a full sentence. It's wow. okay to say no. Word. And I got that from the Olsen twins that is not mine, but no <laughs> is a full sentence. I thought it was really poignant for them. Like. <laughs> It's okay to say no. Time is valuable, especially as we get older. You do not owe anybody your time. So yeah. only give it to people that you want to share it with. Yeah. Word. Uh, all right, everyone. Make good choices. Bye. 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 Fierce Fan Media.